0: Following is a paid program on 630 WLAP this is the Tom Dupree show on news radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com
1: welcome to the camp I guess you all know why we're here my name is Tom And pull in your earplugs Put on your eye shades You know where to put the caulk We I've got a story, ain't got no moral, let the bad guy win every once in a while, when they go around in circles,
2: when they fly high like a bed up Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. And I guess winter's never going to get over with, because we've got slush this morning, and uh it doesn't look like uh it's gonna warm up much today so um winter continues, and uh I mean you know who wants spring anyway
3: you gotta mow the lawn stuff like that i do yeah i-, w- I want spring i i will skip to I'll skip the summer <laughs> allergies. Well, anyway allergies
2: suck yeah. All right, let me read my scripture here. The same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls and birds came and devoured them. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and they sprung up quickly, but they didn't have any deepness of earth, and when the sun was up, they were scorched. Because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked him. But some other fell into good ground, and it brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. This is a favorite scripture of mine because it talks about how, you know, the the word can go out to various different people. And it, it depends upon the circumstances of the person who hears it as to whether it is absorbed or not. Right, And you can say that about lots of different things, too. You know, it can be not just about the gospel. It can be about other types of learning, financial you name it
3: right yeah you can i mean you can stretch that to all aspects of life too you know you you you've, you've, you've got to be careful the people that you hang out with you know because they will they will cause you know bad things in your life or good things in your life you've got to be careful of you know what you teach your children if you have children and, you know it's just on and on and on
2: yeah because you want them to form good ground Mm -hmm. that, uh, they can hear the word when it comes to them and, and they can be changed by it. It's interesting because, you know, recently, um, you have the, uh, tax bill or the, uh, the omnibus spending bill, which just went through the Congress and was signed by President Trump. And, um, You have so many people who backed conservative candidates, candidates that would not be wasteful with the spending. Here we do this radio show. We try to talk about financial responsibility, and yet our own elected officials are unable to do it. And um, I especially was... um, upset about the fact that Andy Barr, our representative, voted for these for this spending. His uh, excuse is that if he didn't, the defense budget would not get any money. And therefore, we have to spend money on all these other things in order to bargain with the Democrats you know, to get what they want, which the Democrats should be very happy about their situation because they, they got in this spending bill pretty much everything they were looking for.
4: Yeah, they, they did. And you know, Trump, Trump, uh, threatened to veto it. He did. Yeah. But then he signed it. He signed it, but evidently it's,
2: it's not a uh, budget. It is more recommendations. So he is evidently going to be able to do certain things within that uh, that he might want to do, like build a wall. Um, you know, the thing that gets me is is it it, it funds plant Parenthood, which I just see that as an abomination. You know, how wrong can you be to to fund something like that from tax dollars that everybody knows what business they're in. Right. And uh, so, you know, I, I have a real problem with that. But anyway, um, you look at our government and you, you think, okay, that should be a symbol of wise spending, the way they do it. It should be, they should they should have wise spending in government. And it's just the opposite. It's the private sector that has to do it correctly, and has to spend money in a in a smart and wise way in order to stay in 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 business. So uh, there's
4: consequences if, if yeah, you don't. But there's not for government.
2: There there doesn't seem to be any consequence for the government uh, spending money on crazy things. One point three trillion dollars worth of it. So. Uh, I don't know what you do, you know, you can't change it now, it's already passed. But um, we have a lot of people in this country who don't care at all about financial responsibility and they're willing to vote for people who will do what they want in order to give them their little pet programs, but they don't care about the responsibility part of it. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Depree Show. It's News Radio 6:30 WLAP. Real life,
0: reality is
1: happening. It's going to happen
0: right here. Russia, chemical weapons, North Korea, serial bomb in Austin, the puppy, and the overhead bin. Real life. life. We don't
1: feel safe in sport.
0: News Radio 6:30. Listen, WLAP.
2: Hi, this is Tom Depree Jr. Market volatility. It seems like it's definitely with us these days. During times like this, it pays to know what your investment plan is. At Dupree Financial Group, we help retirement investors build dividend-producing portfolios from securities that pay dividends. If that's your plan as a retirement investor, then give us a call at 859 233 or look at our website at dupreefinancial.com and check us out on Facebook. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings from 8 to 9 right here on News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 233
0: 630 WLAP.
2: Back on the Tom Dupree show, that's Billy Preston, who distinguished himself in his own career and was known as being the fifth Beatle on some albums. Also uh, played with the Rolling Stones, I'm
5: told. Played with who, who didn't he play with? I mean, he played a lot with of people. Little Richard, Sam Cooke, the Stones, yeah. the Beatles. I mean, he was he was incredible. And I didn't realize uh, he actually wrote "You Are So Beautiful" by Joe Cocker. I didn't huh. know that. And um, I didn't realize this when I was uh, reading up on him. Was He used, He said the line to Stephen Stills, love the one you're with. Stephen Stills said, can I use that for a song? So yeah. that's where that came from was actually Billy Preston. So what a genius when wow. it comes to rock and
2: roll. Yep. Well, he's an awesome guy. He's no longer with us. Passed away a few years back, but uh, has had a remarkable career. Okay, at Dupree Financial Group here in Lexington, we are engaged in the business of trying to help people, typically retirees, help their money last. And um, in doing so, we, we try to set up uh, portfolios for people that will pay out dividends and interest over time that will cover the cost of, of things like caregiving and retirement. But it's tough. It's tough to do. It requires uh, a lot of planning and sometimes a lot of good luck. There's an article in uh, Forbes, I'm sorry, Barron's this week, how to curb the high cost of caregiving. Caregiving is often easy at the start. You don't even think of it that way. It's a few days off from work to accompany dad for medical tests or a couple of hundred dollars a month for someone to check in on your aunt or a few extra flights home to help your parents move into a senior community. It seems manageable until it isn't. Short-term fixes can stretch into years, upending lives, taking family dysfunction to new levels, and blowing up otherwise solid retirement plans. Caregiving pup po- poses a challenge even to professionals like Amy Goyer, AARP's caregiving expert. Her parents were well prepared for retirement with pensions and long-term care insurance, not to mention a daughter with access to some of the best resources around. Like many seniors, affluent seniors, they moved into a continuing care retirement center only to be forced to leave five years later by the soaring additional costs required by her mother who had suffered a stroke, and her father, who was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. She then moved hom- Goyer then moved from Washington, D.C., t- to care for her parents at home in Phoenix. Her mother died a few years ago, but Goyer is in her 12th year of caring for her dad. That is one of the things that shocked me, she said. I had no idea it would be so long. I've worked in aging for more than 35 years, and caregiving is extremely difficult for me. I can't imagine what it's like for others. It's impossible to predict exactly how a loved one's needs will develop. So I'm constantly problem solving. <coughs> now, you think about this, <coughs> excuse me, you think about this kind of thing, and then you stack on top of it the need to pay for it. And you're talking about a whole lot of money that might be be needed
4: yeah potentially um right now the national median cost for a private room in a nursing home is ninety seven thousand five hundred dollars last year that's according to genworth and the average stay in a nursing home is two years so that's just under two hundred thousand dollars uh in care but that can stretch uh longer you know if uh if there's um, dementia or uh, Alzheimer's, something like that, that can last much longer, uh, and you know, it has an estimate here, you know, dementia, which could end up costing you know a half million uh, on on that kind of a, a health problem. Now, and that's <clears throat> if you're taking into account inflation uh, from now until somebody that's 65 today. Um, thir- a three infre- percent inflation rate, a private room would cost one hundred and seventy-six thousand dollars in twenty years. Um, so, it's this is this is an issue that is um, it's severe and it's something we address with our clients. Now, it's something that working individuals have to take into account too when when you're preparing for retirement and saving. Um, you have to take into account this possibility that it can happen. It could be for you or your spouse. Now, if you have aging parents, um, that can also affect your savings rate. If you're if you essentially take off work to go and care for them, that's going to affect what's in your retirement plan. Um, one of the things we encourage our clients to do, um, if we have a client and they're uh, getting up in age, we we encourage them to have their family members come in so we can discuss their potential, uh, you know, long their their long term care needs. Uh, now we don't we don't sell insurance or anything like that. This all has to do with the retirement portfolio itself. Um, but we encourage the family to be involved in all this because it's it, it can affect both generations.
3: Yeah, because ultimately when you know your parents or you know whoever whoever is the caretaker uh when they get into that predicament of okay now it's time to go to a nursing home that usually means that they're in a state of health to where they probably don't need to be making the financial decisions anymore uh possibly you know so they're they're there needs to be somebody step in and say, "Okay, this money needs to funnel here. This money needs to funnel there," and you know, if you've if you've built that pre-existing relationship, you know, then you can it, it's it's a it's a very simple handoff at that point because they're not
4: the the caregivers not coming in cold to a situation right. that they're not familiar with, um, and we we want to make sure everything's working. Uh, hitting on all cylinders, so to speak. Um, But it it goes too to our investment approach, which is, as we've talked about many times, income. Um, And when you're in this stage of life, um, the portfolio has to be developed in a way that could potentially have, uh, you need access to lump sums. Um, and we take that into account when we're putting together the portfolio for our clients. Right.
2: I think that, uh, funding these things, I, I have said to people over the years, continue to work as long as you can. Uh, some people think, well, we're just going to retire and go out and do stuff. And, and, and some people do that, but, you know, it seems to me that, uh, the longer you can be productive and uh, be doing something, mm-hmm. the better off you are. This doesn't have to—you don't have to draw on your retirement savings and investments as quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can be taking an income from some other source.
4: And and from a physical standpoint, a lot of times uh, people are healthier when they're able to, even if it's not a full-time job or but being productive in some capacity um we've seen it uh is is uh, from a lot of people a healthy thing
3: well and we have these conversations all the time if you do decide to retire you need to have something not just one hobby you need to have multiple hobbies or, or you know volunteer places you, you something to get you out of bed in the morning right Be- i'll never forget i had this conversation with this guy at uh Toyota I was working out one time this was a long time ago and he said he had been there for 30 years and I was like well you could retire now he said I will just die quicker <laughs> because he, he didn't have hobbies you know so it, it's one of those things that you you've got to keep moving
4: mm-hmm. it's a good it's a very good point point. and we we've we've talked with a lot of people too that uh when they retire they retire from their current career or job mm-hmm. uh, and then they start something else um, something that they're interested in that they get paid something for maybe not as much as they were for their 30-year career that they've built but there's still there's still an income there and that helps supplement their retirement uh, and it's it's retirement isn't doing nothing retirement is just changing what you're doing and that's get, right. having more flexibility I think it's very important
2: that that's pointed out that you know my dad is technically retired he's 87 years old but he continues to go into his office sometimes every day because uh, it gives him something to do gives him a place to be and and uh, gives him a sense of still running his business Mm -hmm. even though he's not right As,
5: as a good friend told me he said a man has to have purpose when he wakes up in the morning that's right and that makes a whole lot of sense yeah
3: Cause a lot of times you're, you're, if you don't have that purpose, your mind will go quicker than your body will, you, just, you know, and that's that, you know, we, we preach that to clients. Um, and like you said, the, the part-time job, um, or if you, if you, cause it's all about making your, your, your income meet your expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a part-time job may be something necessary. If not, you know, volunteer work, something to do. Right. Some sort of,
4: something that gets you out of bed, keeps you active, keeps you mentally engaged, um, is absolutely um, key. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that will help with the
2: high cost of caregiving.
4: Yes, absolutely. But I I do want to stress again, though, we encourage the family to be involved. I can't stress how important that is for the family to be involved uh, with the the caregiving.
2: You hear that, folks? It's a a road, not a destination. Caregiving. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP.
0: As a marketer, you want to reach everyone, adults, teens, millennials. But it's not like these groups all hang out in the same place, right? Actually, wrong. They're all right here, listening to radio commercials just like this one. Radio ads connect with 93% of Americans every week. That's more than Google, more than Facebook, more than TV. In fact, radio reaches 20% more millennials than TV. Want more of the people you want to talk to all in one place? You want to get to iHeartMedia.com and get AMFM working for you.
6: Sweetie, Daddy's trying to concentrate on the road. We'll be at Grandma soon. Dad, I really have to go to the bathroom. Can you pull over?
0: Well, we'd get there a lot sooner if the semi would just get over. Hang on, everybody. <coughs> Protect yourself and your drivers by learning how to share the road with big trucks. The Ticketing Aggressive Cars and Trucks campaign is being enforced statewide, so pay attention. Don't be distracted. Brought to you by the Kentucky State Police Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Branch. Staying safe on the road is everyone's responsibility for motorists and motorcyclists alike. Drivers look out for motorcycles. They can be difficult to see, and bikers do your part in staying visible. Motorcycles have the same rights as every other motor vehicle, and that rider is someone's family member or friend. So drivers, give motorcycles the full lane. No sharing. Check your mirrors and blind spots often and keep a safe following distance. Share the road, not the lane. Biker's lives depend on it. Paid with federal funds the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
3: Today we're a revelation
5: parkland florida school shooting survivor david hogg ahead of today's march for our lives rallies in washington dc and around the country that he helped organize abc's david wright is there with more They're
2: here from across the country hoping to send lawmakers in washington a powerful message but there are also loud voices on the other side gun rights advocates believe the answer is more firepower not less plenty of lawmakers agree but today these marchers are hoping to convince them otherwise.
5: ABC's David Wright. In Sacramento, California, dozens of protesters taking to the streets for the second straight night after the release of body cam video showing the fatal shooting of Stephen Clark by police officers. Officers say that they were responding to reports of a car break-in and found the 22-year-old in his grandmother's backyard last weekend and believed the phone in Clark's hand was a gun. President Trump Friday night renewing his effort to ban transgender people from serving in the military except under limited circumstances. This is ABC News.
0: Winter storm warning is in effect just to the north and east of Lexington. Winter weather advisory for Lexington with that rain-snow line setting up right on top of central Kentucky. Areas that get under snow will see several inches. For areas just to the south, it's a cold rain. and could be an inch or two of water in some local flooding issues of possibility highs in the 30s a little better stuff coming in for the day on Sunday partly sunny we'll see a high into the afternoon topping out into the 40s small chance for a shower I'm WKYT chief meteorologist Chris Bailey on your official weather station news radio 630 WLAP broadcasting live 24/7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation this is news radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio station
6: are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k ira or investment account then i have one word of advice stop Take back control of your money and finances, and it gives you penalty free access to your savings. Plus, it beats the pants off any 401k or IRA. These are uncertain times, so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security. To get this free report, go to bankonyourself.com right now. That's bankonyourself.com. Bankonyourself.com.
0: Confused by all the talk about a good night's sleep, there's a lot of new mattress companies, but they're all missing something. They're missing expertise. Introducing Tomorrow, the new mattress and sleep system from Serta Simmons Bedding. Tomorrow is great sleep delivered right to your door. Use promo code HAPPY for up to $250 in savings when purchasing a mattress, foundation, and sleep protector. That's Tomorrowsleep.com promo code HAPPY. 630 WLAP.
2: In case you were wondering, that is the original keyboards that was done on the Beatles version of "Get Back," and that's by Billy Preston. And he does uh, he does that uh, on their album "Let It Be."
5: Yeah, "Let It Be," and he was also in uh, Sar- the movie "Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band." Yeah. And that was the version from it. So, which I've never seen, by the way. And I just don't know how I feel about the Bee Gees singing a Beatles song in a movie. So,
2: they're all Brits, they all ah. came out of the same pot.
5: Yep, they did. I'll get back to you on that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Interview with Stephanie Pomboy How the Fed Will Trigger the Next Crash. This is in Barron's. Okay, Mike, um, you kind of put this in here. Uh, she talks about uh the savings rate and that sort of thing of course we did have a down week in the markets this week um we didn't do as poorly as the markets did but um uh, you know we were down like everybody else but uh so what does
4: this mean so it, uh, we like contrarian views and since Jan- at the end of january the market's been uh, turbulent, to say the least, but um, there's this sense of optimism going into it, and there still is, to some extent, um, that the the buy-the-dip mentality is still out there. Um, but she she's not making a prediction on the market, so to speak. She's just She's an economist. She's making observations on what she's seeing, and she makes a couple points that I think are, are interesting. Um, the she talks about, as you said, the the savings rate in January. The savings rate went from two and a half percent to three point two percent in one month, um, and people look at that number and say, okay, you know the the consumer's doing well, which they are. Uh, you're seeing wages uh, starting to trend up. Um, but the point that she's making is um, we've also seen a big increase in food and energy, um, which is about 30% uh, of the increase in consumer spending in the last six months. That's up from 11% two years prior. Now, this is interesting. After the financial crisis, total savings rose from $440 billion to $1.4 trillion. Right. Now it's back to $400 billion. Consumers have taken basically every penny that they socked away and they've spent it. Her, uh, you know, what you think is, okay, people are confident they're spending money. Her argument is they're doing it out of necessity because uh, you had health care costs going up. You've had uh, expenses going up, and she's she's making the case that, you um, with tax reform, that people aren't going to save that instead of spend it. Uh, so you have that, then you have tariffs, um, and and that spending will go down over time. Um, that's not a view that you really see out there in the market right now. Now, she she makes the point, you know, blatantly, she doesn't know when anything will happen, or even if it'll happen, but she's just making these observations. And we don't, when we're building our portfolio, we don't make a bet on the market, but we take into account all these things that, that we're reading. So you, you, you have to be careful of looking at something uh, just from one point of view. And taking this kind of viewpoint, it, it, it puts more caution uh, in the portfolio. Um, and so when we're looking at things, we're not just looking
3: at it from a myopic point of view. Yeah, it's just, like you said, we, we like contrarian views because— Is this
2: really a contrarian view that
4: she's presenting here? I, I think it is. I mean, I've not seen anybody else— uh, So basically, say again what it is she's saying. She's saying that consumer spending will actually go down, and you pile that on with tariffs um, and rising interest rates that you could potentially see— so I mean the, the the headline on here is the Fed will trigger the next crash. So she's saying that those factors put together could cause the market to drop, um, which is is possible. Um, but I, I think it is a contrarian um, uh, viewpoint um, because she she goes on to say um,
2: if something like that happens, interest rates would probably drop
4: also. Exactly. Um, and she she 's talking about uh things that she 's watching for uh she 's w- watching credit market stress um, we have one trillion in issuance of uh, uh debt that 's still to come this year and it 's impar- important to Government watch debt uh, th- th- i think uh, she this she 's actually talking about investment grade oh, market okay. uh, uh, private um so it it 's going to be important to see how those so what 's the takeaway
2: from this a a retirement investor
4: you have to be careful when you're putting together your portfolio this to me is a screaming caution of what's been going on the last and and growing the last two to three years which is indexing because and she, she actually she brings that up too um that you've had this massive uh inflow uh into index funds and things that follow the market and when you're just following the averages and something like this happens, that's when you can really get burned and that's when you can have a lot of
3: volatility. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, from the, from the contrarian standpoint too, like, like you're talking about, you need to weigh all opinions when you're, when you're creating your portfolio, because if you follow the herd, like you said, um, you know that's when stuff can get dangerous you know you even even in the office here between us three adarsh christy margaret we all have differing opinions and that's you know what helps you make uh, sound decisions uh, because you you weigh everybody's opinions you weigh the, the the facts you weigh the pros the cons and you, you make yeah, it i mean
2: we all have opinions but only one of them is right
3: well i mean if two people have the same opinion maybe not but. Be right. <laughs> but you know that's where you that's where you have to look at the facts that's where you have to look at the fundamentals of a company and to decipher whose opinion probably is 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 the correct one if it forces you to dig
4: yes because you, you you can't go in and say well this is this is you know what it's looking like well then then you start going deep, somebody questions that well, then you have to dig deeper and you dig deeper and' because, so it's questioning so thoughts. one
2: thing that we do we try to do is questioning or non questioning is we try to provide cash flow mm-hmm. from the investment portfolio, and that is that's our primary concern. Is it getting harder to do in this market?
4: It is. Uh, honestly, uh, in in some regards, um, wh- anytime you're in an elevated market, um, the current yield on any of the investments are lower. Um, now, uh, I had a meeting with somebody yesterday, and we were talking about this. We don't mind volatility in the market because then you're able to buy things at— Volatility means it goes down. Down, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when something goes—when the market goes down— Uh, then you're able to buy something at a higher yield. Um, But yes, uh, all else being equal, yes, in an expensive market, it's harder to get the same kind of yield without stretching and increasing your risk profile, um, which is something we have to be very mindful of and careful of. But with the drop that we've been seeing in REITs, um, real estate investment trusts, um, uh, s- we don't own any utilities right now. We've, we, we sold all of those because they looked like they were too expensive. You're starting to see some potential value there. They're cheaper than they were. Um, consumer staples have pulled way back, which we've pretty much gotten out of. Um, so there, there are things that we know are good companies that are starting to look more attractive. Um, and that's why we don't mind drops in the market, uh, because that's when you get opportunities to buy. If the market was always going up, then things are expensive, and it's really hard to build a portfolio around that. Yeah, if they, if it goes up
2: all the time, you never can really find a good buy point. And when it goes down, people are going to be worried about, oh, is it going to keep going down?
4: mm mm-hmm. And And we don't ever know or pretend to know what the stock price will do in the short run. Um, But we can look, you know, if if you're looking at the the broad market, it's really hard to say with any kind of conviction that, hey, next week the market's going to go up. I don't know. I don't know what the stock price is going to do either on some of our holdings. But we can say, we can look at it and say, okay, these are the fundamentals of the company. This is where it's trading. This is how it is in relation to other companies in its sector. This is their dividend. Could the price go down from here? It could. Um, But you're, you're getting paid while you wait.
2: Yeah, that's the important thing.
4: Yeah, because you want to have that stream of income, especially if you're taking a withdrawal from your portfolio, that consistent stream of income, so that way you're not being forced to liquidate shares at, a bad time
2: stay with us you're listening to the tom dupree show it's news radio 630 wlap
0: alexa play wlap on the iHeartRadio app
4: you can do that on any smart
6: speaker try it
0: if your smart speaker can hear you you can hear us just ask for news radio 630 wlap
2: hi this is tom dupree jr market volatility It seems like it's definitely with us these days. During times like this, it pays to know what your investment plan is. At Dupree Financial Group, we help retirement investors build dividend producing portfolios from securities that pay dividends. If that's your plan as a retirement investor, then give us a call at 859 233 Or look at our website at dupreefinancial.com and check us out on Facebook. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings from 8 to 9 right here on News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. You know, it gets so difficult for people. One of the things that I was thinking about, let's say you're just a, uh, an individual who wants to get your money and investments managed somewhere. A big part of it is feeling like you belong somewhere where where. Uh, the people the providers of your investment services are willing to talk to you on a one to one basis kind of get to know what your situation is now not every service is for every person but a big part of what goes into it is to you know the ability to be able to have a honest conversation with someone who is looking out for your best interest another thing is a fiduciary what does that mean? That means someone who is in the business to put the put the cares and needs of the clients first. That's before their own needs. Now, that's what we do at Dupree Financial Group. We act as a fiduciary for our clients, meaning that uh, we are able to put their needs first before our own needs Uh It also means that we don't accept commissions as an incentive to uh, sell somebody something. These are important distinctions. You should know what they are before you select a financial advisor. It's a very important service. Um, If you don't feel you need an advisor, then uh, at least understand how the place where you're putting your investments operates. How how do they actually operate? Here's an article in Barron's Apple. Here's why services are so important. And what you're saying in this article is, my guess is that uh, it's more important to get service fee income rather than the income off of selling new uh, new iPhones.
3: Yeah, so ultimately... What you're looking at, Apple is a holding of ours, by the way yeah, and and um, what you're looking at in a company when you're when you're looking for uh you know a company that pays dividends for a retiree uh to supplement their income, uh you're looking at consistency and the and the consistent cash flows, the ability to uh pay those dividends out over time. Uh, when you look at Apple as a company, uh, you know, some, some interesting things here, uh, you know, it says over the last five years, the vast majority, which is 86% of Apple's 8% annual revenue growth was driven by iPhone sales. Uh, but you've seen replacement cycles extend further and the uh, device base uh, growth slowed to single digits, which... You know, when you when you're looking at a company that that does hardware, uh, you you've either always have to have the next thing in the pipeline, uh, you know, to stay relevant. Uh, you know that that still runs true, but what Apple has been working diligently towards is, you know, things like Apple Music, Apple Pay, the iCloud, the App Store. Getting all these pieces to attach to the device itself to make it more of a um, necessity because a lot of people that have their iPhones they they use a multitude of these things and these are the consistent streams of cash. So you know even if you don't have the new iPhone coming out next year, well we've got this consistent cash flow over here of all these services. Like the iCloud, Um, I know
4: me personally, I I pay $0.99 a month for the cloud uh, storage. Well, I got an alert that that was filling up, so now I'm, okay, do I delete the stuff out of there? Do I upgrade that to the next one? I'm deleting the stuff out of there, but I'm still paying $0.99 a month for that, and when you have millions of people doing that same thing. That's that consistent income stream because it's not determined by me going out and buying a new iPhone. It's just me maintaining an iPhone uh, and I'm having that. All right.
2: i got to say this. Um, I I did get a text from Congressman Andy Barr uh, relating to what I said earlier about um, about, uh, the Senate and the the bill that passed through the spending bill he says inform your listeners about the truth that i voted for 12 fiscally responsible appropriation bills that were all blocked by senate democrats i'm all for giving trump a line item veto and it does not fund planned parenthood i sponsored a line item veto blame the senate filibuster so basically what he's saying is that i did my part i was unable to get it through with congress as things are and i believe that.
4: Mhm. Yeah. I'm <laughs> but uh, back on uh you know apple but that that's that's one example of uh you know you look at some of our the other industries that we're invested in um insurance. Uh, that's another you know example.
3: Yeah, cuz ultimately what you're looking for in your company is is this company 10 years from now going to be able to consistently produce the same or more cash flows to, to pay out the dividends that I'm going to need you know, because th- that's where you you can run into precarious situations in sectors like, like technology and sectors or like pharma- pharmaceuticals, yeah, pharmaceuticals yeah. because you've, Like with a pharmaceutical company, you've got those patents. They only last so long, and then the generics are waiting there like a pack of vultures, practically. Yeah. You know, so you've got to monetize that, but then, boom, the next thing has to be in the pipeline to replace it when it goes generic. And it's it's this constant battle to stay relevant. Right, and R&D,
4: research and development, is, you know, a big portion— for uh pharmaceuticals too and that's going to be there regardless because they always have to have something in the pipeline and if it doesn't get through you know for political reasons or health reasons uh, a new drug then then you've got issues with your dividend
3: yeah and then you know like you used insurance for an example that's that's a one of those that you know it once you become an established insurance company like uh you know, um, j- just for example, State Farm, Progressive, Allstate, you know, those big names that people know, you know, then it comes down to your underwriting and your ability to to process through those risks and make money on that. You know, that's that's where the research on our end comes into play is, is their underwriting good? You know, are they consistently doing this, you know, and and so on and so forth they don't have to come out with a new insurance product every every six years no it's something that is just kind of a, a plug and chug keep moving along and there's going to be years where natural catastrophe hits or you know you get pressure on uh, premiums but ultimately over time there's a, a level of consistency right and there are they're
4: actually there was an article uh, wall street journal where they're trying to figure out how to price the risk for uh, uh, like driverless cars. Yeah, I, I don't know how you do that. It, it, they're they're Someone trying to figure was it out. Killed
2: by one. Mm-hmm. This past week.
4: Yeah, and they're they're trying to figure out how to price th- that that risk because that that's a business that they have to get their arms around because you, know, you could see uh, their their uh, premiums go down. Or not, not the premium, but the uh, the number of policies that they're writing go down if people less people are driving. Um, so they they have to be able, they have to figure out how to price driverless car risk because that's going to be a, a big player potentially in the future.
3: Yeah, and I mean you you could see premium pressure, but you know outside of the the guy getting hit, you know it if it does decrease accident rates, then hopefully it decreases claim rates and. You know, so then your profitability stays the same. But that's where the underwriting comes into play, right? You know, that's where, and it talks about the the shift from the the dr- not the driver because it's a self-driving car now. The the passenger, the the owner of the vehicle, um, to where maybe the insurance be through the manufacturer of the vehicle mm-hmm. um, of some sort. You know, that's where you you've got to figure out the liabilities and price those correctly so what's the market going to do
2: this week mike
3: (laughs) i don't know all right (laughs) there you go
2: but if you're interested in investing for income which is what we do at dupree financial group give us a call at 2330 400 you can also view us on facebook Uh, we will post links to these uh, articles on our facebook page you can call us at two three three zero four hundred and set an appointment to go over your investments. Appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity to do the show. Boys, appreciate you being here. Thanks for having us. It was, it was good. All right. Been listening to the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP. Have a great weekend.